Hello and welcome back to another week of the Korean Beauty Show podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Lee, K-beauty expert, founder of online Korean beauty platform Style Story, and of course, your guide to the world of K-beauty, coming to you live from the home of K-beauty, Seoul, South Korea. And I am very pumped to have you here with me for another week of the show. I will let you know in advance that this will be the last week for a couple of weeks. And that is because I have something very exciting that I am doing. I have the wedding of one of my family members from my host family who I lived with when I was a student in Italy. Uh, So I will be going to Italy for two weeks this Saturday. So I am really, really, really excited about that. So for those of you who didn't know, I don't know if I've ever even mentioned this on the show before because it's not really an Italian beauty podcast. It is a Korean beauty podcast. But when I was a teenager, when I was 17, I moved to Italy for a year and I lived with an Italian family in Italy. And I became extremely close to my host family uh, and particularly my host sister. And we have kept in touch uh, through many, many years. It's been, I think I lived there in 2005, so a very long time ago now. Uh, And my sister is getting married. So I am really, really excited to be going back. I have not been able to go back to Italy for a couple of years. I am heading back to Naples for her wedding. uh, And the whole family is coming with me, everyone except the dog. So we are just going to be enjoying uh, a bit of time with family. Uh, And so I'm going to take a little break from podcasting for those two weeks. So hopefully I know a couple of people have said to me that they are quite behind, uh, you know, now that we're doing the two episodes a week. So hopefully that will give people a chance to catch up on some of the old episodes if you haven't listened to them already. Uh, If not, I will be out of your ears for about two weeks but I will be back in your ears when I get back, hopefully very uh, nice and refreshed. So I'm really, really looking forward to that, but I will just give you the heads up. So this Thursday's episode will be the last just for two weeks, and then I will be back in your ears again. So for this week's K-Beauty news headlines, now the first one that I had was a conversation actually that was going on in the Korean news. This was an opinion piece that I found uh, and basically talking about whether the lack of female executives in K-Beauty companies is actually spelling trouble for the competitiveness of Korean beauty. So why has this kind of all come about? Obviously, it is no secret that Korea's gender equality index is really bad. It's one of the lowest among the OECD countries. In general, inequality between men and women in Korea is still a massive problem. Uh, And, you know, coming from an outsider's perspective, I guess, as a foreigner living in Korea, I can say that I was really, really shocked at how antiquated a lot of the attitudes are towards women here, uh, particularly women in positions of power. Uh, it is still not uncommon or noteworthy or you know surprising if a woman quits working altogether when she has a baby. And that to me was kind of mind blowing uh, just because, you know, 
I guess the conversation where I'm from has moved on to, you know, things like, well, how do we help women better uh, transition into motherhood and working at the same time? And what kind of support systems do we need in place to have that happen? Uh, and in Korea, it's just not there yet. Uh, and it's, it's not even really a conversation. You know, I can't count how many times I've heard things like, well, if you take maternity leave, then that just makes it harder for the rest of the people that are left at work. So can you like reconsider whether you want to take maternity leave or not? Like conversations like that, that, you know, for a lot of people will just be like, what is this 2022? So that is kind of the backdrop to all of this. And I mentioned a little while ago that we now have a new president in Korea. Yoon Sok Yol is his name. He is a very conservative uh, president. Uh, That was the platform that he was elected on. And basically he has argued that he is going to abolish Korea's Ministry of Gender Equality and Family because he thinks that Koreans need to hire talent based on ability without discriminating between men and women. Uh, It is probably unsurprising that Korea's female voters, particularly those in their 20s and 50s, 20s through to 50s, did not have a high turnout for this president. Uh, So a lot of the female voters in that age group are raising objections to some of his policies. Uh, And this particular opinion piece was basically saying that despite the overwhelming majority of users of cosmetics being female, In Korea's cosmetic companies, there is a glass ceiling for women. Uh, So in 2021, there were no female executives at all in a lot of the major cosmetic companies, uh, including Leaders Cosmetics, Hyundai Bioland, Sewa PNC, Prostemics, uh, lots of different companies were listed. There was one woman in uh, Korean cosmetics with the company uh, Hangukha Jangpum. There were two people in Zenic, but they were insignificant in terms of the amount of executives that are in those companies. And the opinion piece was basically saying, well, look, you know, you need to think about, it's not just a matter of having the women there. Company structures that don't consider women who are the real users of cosmetics is actually an issue for the competitiveness of the companies themselves. And that is because the cosmetics that are made by male executives for women end users are not going to be the same as the ones that women would make for themselves. Uh, And they pointed out that in many export-oriented brands, so Korean companies that are looking to take their products overseas, even after they've obtained foreign certifications for export to places like China and the EU, they haven't made progress. And what they were saying is that it's actually really important that products are made that actively reflect women's opinions on the products because they are the actual people using them. Uh, And so if this quota system for female executives is abolished along with the Ministry of Gender, Equality and Family, this could actually be a major crisis for some domestic Korean cosmetic companies. So I thought that that was really, really interesting point because I know a lot of people, you know, even in Australia and in the States, there can be, uh, you know, discussions about, well, you know, shouldn't it be on merit? You know, shouldn't the best man or woman for the job take the position? Why do we need to have quotas in place? Uh, But, you know, in really traditional conservative societies or places where men have traditionally been in 
on the boards of you know uh, bigger companies if you don't have quotas then it's just the same people that keep on coming through so I thought that was really really interesting in the sense that you know well if if there is a man in charge then what are the kind of products that men are making for women like who is making that decision I think the other really really key point of this when it comes to you know a Korean context is how hierarchical Korea is so in some other countries even if you had all men at the top of the company you know if there there is a culture where you can have fearless and frank discussion and be open uh, and maybe critical of the company critical of the people above you and they listen to that it might not be such a big problem but in Korea it does not work like that people cannot criticize the people above them people you know it is definitely inbuilt into the power the more the the higher you are at the top the more power you have and you will find that people just say yes to the people at the top so even if someone at the top has an idea that everyone else thinks is really bad just because that person is more senior than you a lot of people just go yep yes sir okay no problem we will make that product or we will you know execute that policy so in a particularly in a Korean context it can actually have some pretty significant ramifications Uh, so I thought that was really really interesting I would love to know if any of you have opinions on things like this Uh, you know I think this is a particularly Korean problem uh, particularly because of how hierarchical the structure is and if there aren't you know I guess mechanisms in place to ensure that some women get to the top then I don't know how this is ever supposed to change either is the other thing that sort of occurred to me as I was reading the piece simply because of how many women are taken out of the workforce when they have kids and I mean less and less women in Korea are choosing to have children because of issues like this they're just saying it's just too hard I'm not going to do it and the birth rate has plummeted because of that Uh, and so you know it's kind of at a bit of a stalemate like surely the answer is not just that everyone doesn't have children otherwise that's going to you know cause a whole lot of problems of its own something in society actually needs to change to overcome you know the the limitations of this kind of structure where everyone at the top is a man so I thought that was really really interesting I'm happy to see that there are conversations like that going on uh and so yeah I just thought that that was one that I would like to share with you guys for this week's uh news headlines segment because that was a really really interesting one I don't think we've had anything like that before the other one that might uh, be of interest to some people is that the company One Thing has actually been acquired. A majority uh, stake has been acquired by Aekyong Industries. So it is safe to say that this is no longer an indie beauty brand or a brand that's sort of, you know, on its own in terms of building itself up. Aekyong is a huge co- corporation in Korea. They have signed a contract to acquire a 70% stake in One Thing, which is worth 14 billion won Uh, and what they've said is that they are planning to strengthen their portfolio of cosmetic businesses secure digital competitiveness uh, in the global market obviously one thing has been making a bit of a splash recently it only launched in 2019 so this is still a really young brand if you think about it that is not that long ago Uh, so already they have grown they've had high growth in Japan in China in the US and Southeast Asia if you're not familiar with the brand we've actually got it on the style story website we've got a bunch of their products and what they do is they focus on 
core ingredients. And the brand concept is to provide value to the customers by excluding unnecessary you know, marketing expenses, price increases and things like that. And just focus on these really trending core ingredients. Uh, so centella, heart leaf, uh, mugwort, things like that. Uh, and they have also been recently expanding and increasing their lineup of products. So that is an interesting acquisition. Uh, I will be watching out to see if that happens. Usually what happens, and this has happened in the case of some other, you know, really successful and cheap startups that I can think of. CosRx, for example, when they first launched were really, really cheap. And as they've grown, and they also, I, I, I seem to remember them having, you know, some sort of a brand philosophy around keeping the products cheap because they weren't spending on marketing expenses. And anyone that looks at the brand now knows that they must spend up big on marketing because they have a lot of really, really famous Korean celebrities promoting the brand. You know, they're in all these different countries. And you will also notice that they've redone pretty much all of their original lineup of products and the new ones are all a lot more expensive. So I will be interested to see if one thing goes down that route as well. Obviously, when a company like this gets acquired, the people that have spent the money to acquire it want to see profit. They want to see results. So it'll be interesting to see if they can keep the prices down as low as they are. They seem to have some issues, I think, on the Korean side uh, with distribution uh, and trying to sort of cap their distribution. And I think that that's because of how cheaply the products are priced. So that'll be an interesting one to follow along. But suffice to say that one thing has a new owner, and that is A Kyung Industries. So that sort of is rounding off the headlines for this week. I hope that you enjoyed some of them. Uh, And for this week's question of the week, our listener asked, I noticed on last week's anti-aging episode that when you were going through all of the different treatments, you didn't mention fillers. Don't Koreans get fillers? Uh, that's a really interesting pickup, uh, a really, uh, and that's true. We did not speak about fillers among the many, many different things that Koreans, you know, are, I guess, trying out at the moment, uh, all kinds of different things from the salmon DNA injections, the thread lifts, uh, the HIFU, you know, stem cells, even things like that. Facial fillers don't really feature. And I think this is why. I think that because a lot of fillers have the side effect that they puff up the face and make it look bigger, I think that's one of the main reasons that Koreans don't really go for it. And that is because Koreans prize having a small face. A small face is a symbol of beauty. Uh, You might have heard of the V-line face uh, and seen products that claim that they can get you a V-line. Having a small face shape that is tapered towards the end at the chin is the standard of beauty in Korea. Uh, And I think you probably will have seen, if you're familiar with facial fillers, uh, things like hyaluronic acid and things like that, particularly when they are overdone, whoever's done it can just look really, really puffy in the face and a little bit bloated. So I think fillers are definitely more of a Western thing. I think they're more popular in places where the Instagram face is a bit more trending, maybe like the Kardashian look, which is just 
not the case in Korea. Now, I have noticed that a lot of girls, younger women in their 20s, are going for the lip fillers more and more these days, but I think that's where the filler obsession kind of ends. I know filler is used here to do things like uh, a nose job, a non-surgical nose job to augment the nose and make the nose bridge look higher, but in terms of facial fillers for anti-aging, this is just my guess, but I think that that's why they are just not that popular. I think it's because the chances of it puffing things up, you know, I'm not saying that people wouldn't get little bits of filler, you know, for the under eye area or things like that, but I don't think there's the focus on like the chipmunk cheek look or blowing up the cheeks or anything like that, like there is in other countries. So I hope that answers your question. That's just what I've noticed. Uh, So yeah, That is facial fillers, I guess, that people may or may not be getting here in Korea. Now, over to the Star Story website where we have some new Korean beauty releases. Uh, The first one is Misha's Time Revolution Night Repair Mini Set. So I know that a lot of people are really, really keen to try the Time Revolution uh, products because this is one of Misha's signature lines. It has been for years, uh, particularly the Essence, the Serum, the Moisturizer, very, very popular products. This is it, but in a little mini size kit. So you can essentially try them out before you go and buy the full size so you can work out whether they are right for you or not. The kit contains the ProBio Ample, which is 10 mils, and then the Ample Cream, which is 7 mils. So they're, and they're really cute. They basically look like tiny miniature versions of the full size. So this is from their Pro Ferment line. It is using fermented ingredients, 10 types of probiotics. uh, And these are really, really great options for people that have mature skin, dull skin, dry skin, maybe fine lines. If you're looking to give yourself a a dewier, suppler, and clearer complexion, this is a great little set for you to try out and see whether you like this line. Uh, One thing I will say when it comes to fermented uh, products and ingredients, they don't agree with absolutely everyone. People that love them absolutely love them, but for some people they can cause issues. So if you are the kind of person that does sometimes have, you know, uh, reactions to products or whatnot, then this little mini set is going to be a really, really good way to make sure that you don't waste a whole lot of money. Uh, So go and check that out if that sounds like you. Uh, The other new release that we have on the website this week is from One Thing. So the the one and the same that just made it into the news. Uh, And this is their Hyaluronic Acid Essence. Uh, So this product, like their other products, it comes in the same bottle. It's the same size, 150 mils. And what they've done is they've tried to combine, as is their brand concept, a high percentage to deliver the the maximum results. And they've included both a low and high molecular weight hyaluronic acid. Uh, So again, this is going to be a good option for people who are wanting to try hyaluronic acid or who like hyaluronic acid, but maybe have a bad reaction to Uh, products that have lots and lots of different ingredients in them. If you are someone that is sensitive to a whole lot of different things, this might be a good one to try. 
just because of how short their ingredients lists are. Now, when it comes to short ingredients lists, some people will tell you that that's always a good thing. I don't actually think that's true. I think formulation matters a whole lot more. But if you are the type of person that just reacts poorly to a whole lot of different things, then obviously a product that has fewer things that you could potentially react to is going to be a good option. So keep a lookout for that if you are wanting something that can help uh, moisturize your skin, give you that nice plumping effect. It is nice and cheap and cheerful. Uh, and the other thing that I will say, guys, is uh, if you've ever shopped on our website before, you will know that the currency, we have lots of different currency uh, currencies that you can take a look at the prices in. So for example, if you're shopping in the US, it should just automatically come up in USD, but then our base currency that we use to set all of our prices is in Australian dollars. Well, the bad news for us is that the Australian dollar has tanked at the moment. So what used to be uh, a lot sort of more similar to the US dollar is now very, very different. So we had a promotion on our website uh, last week, which was basically spend $100 and save 10%. Uh, and when I I was calculating what that was in US dollars, it was like 65 US dollars. So if you are looking for a bargain because of the exchange rate, uh, now is a really good time to go and shop on the Style Story website. We obviously ship our products all over the world. Uh, we've got a lot of customers in Europe and the US, but particularly at the moment when the Australian dollar is basically worthless, now is a really good time to go and grab a bargain because all, all the base currency that we charge all of our products in is in Australian dollars. So you will reap the benefit basically of the Australian dollar not being worth very much. Uh, I just thought I would flag that if, if any of our customers from the US are, you know, ha have been looking for a great deal, uh, that would be a great deal just because of how bad the Australian dollar is doing. Uh, so that's sad for me, but good for you. <laughs> So we've also had a whole lot of new K-Beauty product reviews come through. Uh, the first one actually was from one of our customers in the US and she gave five stars to Laneige's Lip Sleeping Mask. She said, I love this lip sleeping mask. My lips get dry and cracked easily and I'll put this on at night and wake up with nice soft lips in the morning. The scent is pleasant, but it doesn't leave a taste, which is nice. I will definitely buy it again, and this one is gone. Thank you so much for your review. And again, this product so, so popular. Uh, I love it. It's been in my routine for years. I'm really glad that you are enjoying it as well. Uh, the second review was all the way from Germany. And this was a five-star review for, for April B's pink sheet mask. And our reviewer said, this sheet mask is really so good. Whenever I use a sheet mask in our region, the Western style, my skin gets pimples and irritation. When you put on this mask, it unifies with your skin. After using it, you, your skin feels so hydrated and all the red spots disappear even the day after. And then the final review was a five-star review from one of our Aussies and she uh, was reviewing Jellico Bubble Tea Steam Cream. She said, great product. This feels amazing, soft, and so moisturized on the skin. Love it. 
So nice and short and sharp. So thank you so much to everyone that did leave a product review. If you have purchased recently, make sure you leave yours because you can earn points and points can be redeemed as cash. So if you are on our website, if you're scrolling around on our homepage, you might notice a little green gift icon or a present icon. If you click on that, that tells you everything you need to know about our rewards program. But basically we give you lots of points for doing things like leaving a photo with your review for leaving a review in the first place. And then the next time you shop, you can get money off your purchase. Uh, So that is just our way of thanking you for spreading the K-beauty love and sharing your thoughts with everyone. But that's a really great way to save some money. And the good news is if you have previously shopped with us, but haven't left a review yet, we have a record of all of the things you've previously bought. So you can go and do that and just collect all the points all at once. That is totally fine, totally okay. A lot of people do it. Uh, So make sure that you are not leaving any money or points on the table and leave your product reviews. That is my appeal to you. And in return, we will give you money off your next purchase. Now to round off today's episode, we have the recommendation of the week. And it occurred to me on last week's episode that I mentioned a show that I just sort of assumed that so many people already would have seen because I know how popular it is overseas, but I've never mentioned it before last week. So that show is a Korean reality TV show and it is called The Return of Superman. And if you have never heard of it before, basically this is the concept. They get celebrity dads and they are left to care for their kids alone without their wife or anyone else to help them for 48 hours. So basically the wives take off, they are whisked away to somewhere, you know, nice, I don't know. And then the dads and the kids are filmed to see what happens in, you know, over the next two days. Uh, So it is uh, a really, really, really popular show in Korea, also outside Korea. Uh, The celebrities on the show have featured everyone from like football players, actors, TV personalities. I think there was some type of wrestler or uh, MMA. I'm not not too familiar with, um, with sort of, you know, the punching sports, but it was someone like that. He was one of the first people. I remember watching it many, many years ago, but this show has made celebrities of a lot of the people on it, including the kids. Like a lot of the kids that are featured on the show now have like their own TV shows, their own product endorsements. I mean, whether you think that's a good idea or not for kids, to have all this stuff I will leave that up to you but this is a really really popular show it is uh, who I would suggest it for is probably people that don't have kids I think people that don't have kids find it a lot cuter if you have kids of your own you know like I think everything your own child does is a lot cuter than someone else's kid probably and also you know if you have a kid of your own you don't really want to be watching more of other people's kids probably maybe that's just me but I think if you don't have kids uh or you know you just want to watch something really light and fun like it's it's so funny they've basically got um 
you know, they film it at their actual houses, so at the celebrities' houses, and they'll have, like, the cameramen, like, hiding in tents and playhouses. So, like, sometimes the kids just come up and have, like, really random conversations with, like, the people hiding in the tents who are filming them. Uh, yeah, it, I, I haven't watched it for years, but I remember thinking it was really, really cute at the time. So that is a really popular show. You will get a good sense for, like, a lot of... Um, I don't know the way that Koreans parent their kids I guess the kind of foods that they feed them the kind of activities they do with them if any of that is of interest uh you know I don't know maybe there are some Koreans that are living overseas or some people that are second generation Koreans and they're wondering like how things are done back in the in, in Korea that's a good kind of program that you can watch if you are trying to I guess incorporate any of those things into your own kids lives uh, I know there are a lot of people that you know maybe spent time growing up in Korea but have lived overseas for a long time and are kind of wanting to keep their own their, their kids connected with Korean culture. So this might be a show that gives you a couple of ideas. I'm not sure, but it's super cute. Uh, it is a very, very, very famous show. It has made celebrities of the people that were on it. Like, when I say that it is about celebrities, I think some people, when they first went on it, were more famous than others. And now some of them have just, like, totally blown up and are really 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 famous so yeah that is a show to add to your list maybe if you want just like a little dose of kids doing cute things it is the return of superman and definitely there are so many uh episodes that i've seen that have english subtitles so you won't need to worry about that i'm sure there are plenty of clips floating around on tiktok and youtube and things like that that you can probably watch if you just search for it so that is my recommendation for the week for just something a little bit cute and different uh, i hope you've enjoyed today's episode and if you have i would love it if you would leave your review, <laughs> that would be really great. Until then, I will see you on Style Story. Bye.